0: What kind of power?
1: Who who, who who has the power? I have the power. I was listening to a couple. Of, All right, listening. topic over. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit. Satan. <laughs> I, I stopped drinking and eating so much over the past week. So things have, uh, that's the thing that my wife hates, that I can just immediately start running and stop drinking and eating so much. And all of a sudden I, I lose like five or 10 pounds of fat. And she's like, that's not fair. I've had somebody at, at, at church on Sunday be like, Jeff, Lost a few pounds. I'm like, dang, it's happening that fast? I can see your chin, Jeff. In Jesus' name, amen. Hmm. Because I prayed for my health. Did you?
0: So blessed. Why were you moving your tongue like that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm goading, Scott. I just want to get back to the conversation. Just because I listened to our the, the past podcast on prayer. I, just, I prayed for my health. I went and ran and stopped eating and... Actually, it was the actions, or maybe the prayer put me in in line with God. Who knows? Anyway. We'll never know. There's no way to know. No, you never know until you meet God. And God's like, Jeff, by the way, that July that you prayed for health and ran and ate and drank less, great job. I'm like, yeah, I want to give uh, Jeff the green light on that. (laughs) The green light. <laughs> and so he, the, the dirty secret
0: is you didn't actually have, since you prayed about it, you didn't have to start running and stop eating and drinking less. I could have just sat on the couch. Because he was going to answer your prayer all the time, but God's like, no, he's got it. Mm. Looks like Jeff's taking it from here. Mm. That's theologically correct, right, Scott? Ah.
2: Uh... Actually, I think that's where you put in Satan. All right, <laughs> yeah.
1: how you guys doing? Uh, after that, I don't know. How Zach? Just one potentially
0: heretical comment, and then <laughs> Scott's <laughs> questioning everything.
1: <clears throat> Why am I present? What did I get here?
0: What did I rush rush from God knows where to here?
1: Scott, where were you make today? it by 8
0: p.m. Where were you yeah. today? And you're dressed up very nice. <laughs>
3: <laughs> dressed
0: up. For- oh, hey,
1: shoot. Sorry, Scott. Is that got, formal?
0: Scott, Scott. This is formal for Scott. Okay. Na- <laughs> is that navy blue
1: or black? Faded black. black. Faded black. That is a sweet Quicksilver shirt.
0: Faded black. I'm going to say Volcom.
1: It's Volcom. Oh, sorry. Volcom. Oops. It's got the
0: little Volcom.
1: Oh, I missed the diamond.
0: Yeah. He's got gray jeans on. Well, let's take some pictures of Scott right now. Jeez, I, why am I looking at Scott? I just did elevator eyes. Yeah, me too. He's man-spreading.
2: Sorry, sorry. He's conceptually raping the air. I don't want to... <laughs> <laughs> we'll um, edit that out. Uh, I'll just turn that away from you. Uh,
0: where is that?
1: Oh, i got to find that one. Somebody <laughs> told me. I love the ongoing, uh, I'm going to edit that out thing. Yeah. <laughs> And I need that on the soundboard. It's,
0: nah.
2: So I was at, uh, no, I just went to Bible study. But real quick, you
0: you have your gray Converse on. Oh, yeah. To match the gray jeans with the dark shirt. And if you happen to have like a nice gray face. hat. Scott, I'm affirming you right now. You do have a nice face.
1: If you were doing some ollies at uh, the skate park.
0: Yeah, like the flips of the, the the sweet. ollies. Do you know the ollies?
1: The ollies. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: I
3: can't.
0: I can't Come even go
2: down
1: and do an ollie there. Let
2: alone kickflip. Oh.
1: But you look good. Oh, thank you. God oh. hates you, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was the Bible study? It was good. It was good. What was topic? Any focus? Um, Ephesians six oh, I love one love through Ephesians. six. Love Ephesians. I love it. So, bear what
2: another's burdens.
1: What does that look like? I mean, for you, for it, them, whatever. Well, of course it's going to take many forms, um but
2: of course. <laughs> no, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, I think it starts with letting people know that you're you'll be there for them. You don't have to say it, but they know it yeah somehow they know it um because you're there you're hanging out and you're you you know maybe suggest that you are open to talking about things uh maybe you're proactive about sharing things that are a little bit uncomfortable um you know instead of just going into full born full blown uh whatever i mean uh confession time okay um so maybe making yourself
1: a little bit vulnerable. Did and, you? Did I what? In this Bible study, did you get vulnerable? Or are you oh, just heck no. okay.
0: <laughs> he does that here when he
1: talks about, <laughs> the God face forbid thing. I get authentic and genuine within the Bible study.
2: Well, no, it, it, it's, it's more of a, someone's giving a Bible study. Okay. And then we can... A little know. bit
1: of teaching. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Um, the problem... The problem... I have with Bible studies that go that way is that, so I require people to get a little skin in the game. And, um and so you talk about a Bible study.
0: Depending on how that plays out, skin in the game it could be the
1: best Bible study ever. <laughs> uh, the burden, the burden part, like the application of, of that. And, and then Kind of thinking about and bringing up scenarios where, man, this is where I have been burdened, and I really could use, you know, some, someone to, to carry that burden with me or or help me just give that to, to God, let Him carry that, like what Christ did on the cross, carry that burden. Yeah, that's uh, that's just a personal preference for me.
2: Yeah, there are different types of Bible studies. Um, you know, there are different types of gatherings. Mm-hmm. Different um, types of shrimp. Scrimp. You got uh, scrimp kebab. That's a scrimp, scrimp and potatoes. Side note by Zach. You got barbecue scrimps. You got scrimps and sausage. You got Cajun scrimp. You got.
1: Uh, you got. I already said scrimp and potatoes, but it's my favorite. I love when they're in. They're got, like washing the the floor in the bathroom with like toothbrushes or something (laughs) that he's like, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you're all following at home there. (laughs) So
3: using that
0: voice, Scott, how many, what kind of Bible studies are there?
2: Well, there's, um, there's the Bible study that Jeff mentioned where you get in front of each other and you tell each other your deepest, darkest secrets. Skin in the game. You put the skin in the game. Jeff, Put the skin in the game right now. Yeah, it's about reciprocation. No, put the skin in the game right now.
0: Depending on what kind of skin you put in the game right now,
2: we'll reciprocate (laughs) or not. (laughs) Or not. That's... So there's inductive Bible studies, there's deductive Bible studies, there's exegetical, which might be inductive, there's topical, there's antitopical. Uh, there's subtopical. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa.
1: They're, Did you say anti topical? You never read that? Trend. There, there was no topic. So there, could I, be, there could be There trans topical. Trans topical. Like you're going with that?
2: Yep. 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 There's a. There's a. Uh, what we call. How
0: long do we let him go?
2: We call that. Uh, not in a race school. Uh, uh, it will be uh, just more pejorative.
1: So, folks, if you just joined us, we're coming down from, from the bayou here in Louisiana. It's a fantastical, uh, um, uh, what you call it? Pejorative? Could be a pejorative. A pejorative moment. This is fantastic. Just everything involved.
0: It's fantastic. Speaking of which, speaking of words,
1: that I mat- like how you said that. that matter.
0: <laughs> I, I like how you act like this is a radio show. If you're just joining us. <laughs> You're just joining us. Rewind. We should should have done that with Brandon. Or fast forward. We're joined by Brandon Andrus every five minutes on the minute. Every, We're joined by Brandon Andrus. It is 72
1: degrees here. He's it got is. the book.
0: And then the animal comes. His yeah. website is brandonandrus.com.
2: Say the book title every Every single time. Every
0: time. <laughs> but I did use a word in the Brandon Andrus one that uh, I use quotient instead of quota. And yeah. I didn't correct myself. And Scott. Was just subversively. I'm not
1: sure
3: how
0: you would. uh,
1: Was he dividing you? (laughs) Divide that? Did I say that? Yeah, (laughs) you
0: did, and it it went unnoticed. So I I didn't want to interrupt the flow. I want to give you credit. I am aware I used that wrong. Uh, I made quota, (laughs) but I have a learning disability. But I did like your that. That humor had some layers to it, and you didn't get credit at the time, so here's your credit. Oh, thank you. Now you won't get the reward in That's heaven. What I was
2: going to say, Can you take it back? So, I no reward in heaven for you, Scott. Yeah, because you're really cutting the uh, my quotient of the, of dividend <laughs> okay. compounding interest there. Okay, so your Bible study was good, you're great, wonderful. It's was good. it good, great, wonderful? It was. It, um, so one of the ladies cooks. And she's a really good cook. You bore that burden. Oh man. <laughs> yeah.
1: I did notice that you have your shirt untucked, but continue. Yeah. Um yeah, she's a really good cook, so
2: I mean that I mean I go for the food Well then fruit. that's a fantastic Fellowship. Bible study. Yeah. The Bible study is good too. I'm just hanging out with people from church and So I mean I guess Jeff, if you're not gonna if you're not going to um put the skin in the game, I guess I will. This is going to be good. All right. So the reason why I'm dressed up. I I was hoping, but it didn't
1: happen. So there you go.
0: You were hoping. You were hoping. That's
1: great, folks. You got all the details, the main idea right there. All right. Moving on.
0: You know what? This is why our listeners keep coming back.
1: (laughs) They're just waiting. Waiting for answers that will never come. Speaking they're of lo- listeners... They're longing. They're longing. Probably not. For the answers. <laughs> I'd say no.
0: They're not. You know, though, Nathan Miller West tweeted at us today and said, thanks for reading all the feedback. Because we had a whole bunch of feedback. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Sweet. He we had it, a couple of them, didn't he? Yeah, he did. And I think he might have another one on this this uh, <laughs> week's edition of feedback. Um,
2: Are we... Okay, so
0: we do have some feedback, not like the other one.
1: Okay,
2: I didn't under hear the music. Go yet. ahead. Yeah, I didn't hear no, the music, so no. we can't do it yet.
1: You don't want to. You don't want to continue and finish what you were saying, Scott. That you just abruptly cut yourself off. Like. Jeff's
0: eyes right now, listeners, are twinkling. He Beyond. is encouraging Scott to lay his burdens down.
2: Oh no, they're they're just a girl that showed up at work at work <laughs> at church. Um, on Sunday and I thought you'd be there today. Oh, because normally you're a sweatpants Bible study kind of guy. Yeah. (laughs) Mismatching (laughs) socks.
1: Good job.
0: Maybe even a trap door on your bottom.
1: Um, Zach? You guys
0: don't have clothes like that? What was that? I have a onesie. An adult onesie with a trap door. So you don't have to take the whole onesie off. You can go potty. No? Um, Oh yeah, I do like that. um, That's what I
1: have. You want to wear it? <laughs> okay. Okay, so she didn't show up. You're disappointed. You're like, dang, opportunity passed me by.
0: No wonder you come in here, sit down, and just like Moping are hating us.
1: Like, come on, guys. This is Did you even started. eat? Did you even yeah. eat tonight? Okay, because I haven't. <laughs> oh, that's right. You ate at the Bible study.
0: There's brownies right there, courtesy of Lisa Creator.
1: Yeah, but supposedly I'm supposed to take those home.
0: No, there's a special unit oh. downstairs for you. Okay. A unit. Yeah.
1: You get one. You can unit take that take unit home. At home. All right. S- Scott, anything else on your heart? Any other skin you want to show us? <laughs> Jeez. that's so stupid. It is. <laughs> no, I'm okay. good. Uh, excuse me.
2: You're good. Uh, no. Okay. Sorry, Jeff. No, there's no other skin
1: I want to show you. Okay, Zach. Thank, Thank you for asking. You that. asked me last week, hey, how's it going? And I kind of shared a little bit, ah, blah, 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 Did, What? Not, ex- not those exact words, but very close. But <laughs> I realized after I left, I never got the Zach oh. response of, like, how you were doing. How's life? How's how's the dictions that are, you know, getting your life? The dictions. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, could you dictate that to me? <laughs>
0: Let me dictate addictions. <laughs> uh, I don't know how to answer that. I'm doing great. You know. All right. Next. Yeah. I, man, I'm sure it's one of those things that I say I'm fine and I am fine, but if we were to just talk like, who knows, maybe we're talking now, it's going to happen, but eventually it comes out and we go deep and there's lots of skin showing. Hmm. But I will say um, my identity is tied to this podcast. And so things are looking up, steady growth, downloads. I realize I'm diverting away from myself.
1: Absolutely. But
0: it is growing. We have- You're a consistent there. Crap ton of downloads from Japan of all places. I mean, nowhere near America, freedom. America. But it's interesting. I don't know what's going on with Japan.
1: Yeah, we're actually going to be sponsored by a Sushi Roll Company. It's going to be fantastic.
0: Yeah, what's the tagline, Scott?
1: Oh, roll! (laughs) (laughs) A fresh for you, dude. That was so good. You almost made Zach do. There it is. (laughs) That was awesome. That was. There go our Japan listeners. (laughs) (laughs) I think I just. I ruined your identity. Uh um, this
0: one won't be out for a couple weeks, so it'll be good for a while. Excuse you?
1: I'm sorry. This is live, right?
0: Uh, I'll try to put it out very quickly. But Five minutes. after Brandon's, no. Which no by no, this no. time, Brandon's mm. will already be out. So. No,
1: no, 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 no. No, this one's... You're, we're putting this out. You know what? It's important as we
0: offend people with our racial... Uh, no. What?
1: we're This is an all-in, shoot-it-out podcast.
0: Okay, we got skin in the game. There's lots of skin showing all in. We are shooting it out.
1: Is that what you're saying?
0: Yes. Okay. Bros, Babbles, and Beer. Shooting it out.
1: No edits, no nothing. No edits. Okay. So. What was I saying? Mm hmm. Oh, please bear in mind the intention
0: of Scott is not to offend the Japanese. Or anybody. Caveats. The intention is to build up a firm. Isn't that what you were doing?
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Lowered expectations.
0: Scott Scott was about to do it again.
2: I appreciate peoples of all backgrounds, nationalities. Okay. And even the Japanese. Yes.
0: (laughs) Jeez.
2: Well, oh, we're so just going to
0: ride your half-minority status and just blame it on that. We Scott gets to say whatever he wants because he's half-Mexican. That's how it works, right? Hi. That, okay, that may be <laughs> offensive. To,
2: that. Hey, I'll determine if it's it offensive to Mexicans. Oh, okay.
0: Is it offensive to Mexicans? Heck no. Is half of your body offended? Well, yeah. Yeah, it actually is. The, white, the white, white
2: part of me is kind of going... Uh, you know my the white part is like turning social justice warrior
1: s j. dub mm-hmm are we talking about power now power
0: power what kind of power
1: who who, who, who has the power i have the power I was listening to a couple... All right, topic over. (laughs) Is that a question? (laughs) I was listening to a a few people speak and through podcasts. I don't know if it was authors or... It's either an author or it's a pastor. And they were talking... Tim Keller? It may have been Tim Keller. It may have been somebody else like Tim Keller. And... There was the talk of, <laughs> of power of of people who Ooh. have power, and there's this. It wasn't Tim Keller, the the white male. Um, for all I know, was us. But it, it got me thinking. Like a
2: nationally recognized pastor mentioned us. Pe- no oh.
1: people who need to put themselves out there like to have a group we have a group uh you know it's like you know we're powerful that is exposing their the weakness or the insecurity in my opinion and and so i think about power and just as a are
0: you talking about people that identify as
1: a certain group it could be it could like, it could literally just be women Uh, Or it could be blacks or Mexicans or some other culture that needs to say, like, we have, you know, rights or we have um, power or we're going to take the power back or whatever it might be. I got to thinking about the weakness in the need to to do this. And because. Isn't there. A humbleness to who we are meant to be and projecting um this like need to be seen go ahead Scott say,
2: who are you? well, it depends on what type of group you're referring to i don't I don't think that there's necessarily something in the world that says a group needs to be humble about who they are or how much power they have. Um, so like if if you want to project, if you're saying like this is a Christian group or a, a group that is mainly made up of Christians who are, you know, want to, or Bible believe want to f- follow Christ. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. So but I, if get, it's a I get secular where you're going. Group, you're right. I get right? where you're going and you're right. The, the world is pushing their agenda um, and I say the world, and that's pretty general. I mean, specifically, <laughs> the left, the left. Let's just, for example, is pushing this agenda of these groups, these minority groups, that they they want to be heard, and there's no humbleness about it. I mean, they just feel like they've been wronged or they they right. want they want their 15 minutes of fame.
0: Well, you're you're saying a lot there. There's a lot there.
1: <laughs> well, I'll comment on so it. So,
0: let's slow down. Um uh,
1: uh, <laughs> Um maybe it's not worth the conversation. Well, no, it, it definitely is. It is a
0: great conversation.
1: And, and I think we've a... talked we talked about
2: we've talked about talking about this before. And I wasn't quite sure if this is the direction you you were going with it to begin with. But, so well, yeah. let's, let's. I just listen. find
1: groups in general that within society that need to be heard. They have this need, and which pretty much everybody on the planet, like in te- some form, like teachers' unions and so whatnot. I
0: think. I think what God, you're saying. God
1: bless our soul.
0: <laughs> I think what you're saying. Well, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but... You're wrong. Just the general stance that uh, people should just rest in who they are and not worry about projecting power or um, banding together and have a humble approach to life in general. Is that what you're after? Well, regardless, I, I agree with that, but I will admit that... What?
1: Go ahead. The ego gets in the way. My ego gets in... Yeah, the way.
0: So I think this definitely privilege comes into it. So from my perspective, it's very easy for me to look at everybody's situations and say, let's just relax, you know, let's just think about the facts. Let's talk about what's actually going on and not get emotional about all that. But I am a, I'm in a very comfortable position I was born into a comfortable position. I don't know how to exactly define where privilege starts and ends or where at what point is there a sliding scale where my privilege would end and I would be underprivileged. I don't know where that is, but I definitely know I'm on the privileged side of things. And so it's easier for me to be critical of of certain groups. Thank
1: God, because I thought you were going to be passive-aggressive there, but thank God you're really... You came full.
0: I can't tell if you're being passive aggressive now. <laughs> <And strong. laughs> no, that that's I'm I'm serious. Cause I, I see groups that identity politics, I think, is what you're talking about. So you identify as I am this, as a black male, I, as a Mexican American, I, right? Sure. Sort of. Yes. So what pick a group yes. as a feminist, I. Um, and then the media will take narratives and run and these are all big categories and what's easily lost is that there's individual people that think differently than the categories that they put themselves into let alone what we put them into so it's complicated
1: i was at some big box store a couple of days ago and i went to one of the public restrooms and it said we don't care or whatever and it had a picture of a of like a dog a a male, a female, a child—like <laughs> just the phrase of like Yoda, whatever. What wh- I've just started we,
2: walking into women's restrooms <laughs> doesn't matter anymore. You know,
1: I identified at that moment. As Go- a female. The government
2: says it doesn't matter. You know, so, I actually don't even care that, about bathrooms. That's
1: pretty much what it said. But this is this is Excuse an me? this is an offshoot of that. Need to be seen. Need to be recognized and i have no idea what the heck um is going on. i'm not even sure i know why i brought it up but it was it had we well, did
0: we're we're yeah. here i mean we're not going to solve it now but
1: no no no, no not why at all. did you bring it up um i don't know maybe it's the the conversation of of l- loving people and how do we i mean you pointed out it's the secular i mean there's there's the other side of it. I mean, there's the the believers that, you know, many of us, the, our egos get in the way of of our purpose a lot of times. Your and special purpose? Sure, my special purpose. Whatever Something's is, happening to your special purpose. To be determined later. And when we enter into that, um, I mean, looking at the world, I don't know how you shut out the world. I mean, I've had cable off for seven years and I haven't really listened to news that much. And I hear stuff and I'm like, wow, huh? Okay, whatever. And whereas Zach, you're like, this stuff matters. I mean, actually we need to have, we need to know what's going on. And so we have a way to respond to it or just be in conversation about it. Cause that's actually the conversation that's going on out in the world. And, but isn't all of that just the worry, like, Kind of a a prideful worry of like what we're gonna do, how the United States is gonna change, right, the and world. how much
0: I can actually do about it. Well, white, white, one person,
1: white prideful. Um, hey, we're the United States. Well, okay, well, okay. So I, so I
2: agree from that level. But if we're talking about inter- individual interaction, so there's there's different scales of right. of these things, mm. right? So it's and like like Zach was saying there's a group and people that identify with the group, but they might have different ideas or ideologies that, that aren't necessarily the same as the group. But when, if you're going to talk about this group, how can you talk about it without talking about what the group (laughs) is saying? You can't, you can't answer each individual unless, unless you're actually talking to them. Mm -hmm. So there are different levels that you're going to be talking. So, if you're talking about inter, like interpersonal um relationships, right.
1: What what That's at, a one-on-one thing. Yeah.
2: And then, you know, look someone then someone looking at the news or not looking at the news. What what aspect of pride were you applying to that? I mean, I was just I was just curious.
1: Okay, so you watch the news and what the United States is going to do for the world. And and maybe that's just the United States is Ego, like the the created ego over time since World War II, that we're a super well probably maybe more towards the early eighties. Like we are the superpower, and we fix problems, and we're yeah. in power, and and we're prideful about that. We're the United States. People come here because we're the United States, and then the the ego of the US, the US of A, and um we have the ability to just go out and do whatever we want to do in the world. But then that manifests within our country where now other people see what's being proliferated within our country. And so they have this big ego of who they are and the groups um, of people that it gets pushed out there and then that it feeds into the psyche of the people within that group, not wholesale, but you know, it becomes kind of a, the feel of, I mean, just being around a certain person of uh, a color, ethnicity, whatever it might be. And you're like, Oh, I have, I have that picture in my mind of how they are. And, it's like how do i how do i deal with these people in and so that So you're looking at them as a group whatever that group is. Well, I mean that's what the that's what our country does. And it's so to step away, and we create others <laughs> to step away, but but it comes back to power. It's and there's some hypocritical that goes throughout the entire way of how we create the infrastructure of these groups because the groups end up making an argument of why they need to be heard and then they point out to the other side.
0: And then the other side sees that... <laughs> They're they see like, that as an agenda, and so they battle against a group. Is that what you're saying? It.
1: <laughs> Sorry. Somewhat. Am I just random? I'm randomly going on here. That's okay. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to
0: trying well, to follow you. I think I get, got it generally.
1: Yeah, it becomes like this cycle, this vicious cycle of retribution. Like, I'm gonna be. I need to be more powerful because that seems to be the, one of the words, I'm going to be more powerful and, you know, I'm going to be me and I'm going to just push myself out there in the world as, as a, as a strong, whatever type of person. But it's loaded with, um, you know, a non-religious color, ethnicity, victimhood.
3: Mm -hmm.
0: Well, religions do it too. Right, I mean, Christians are good at chips on shoulders, the, the <laughs> religious right particularly, and so whoever they are, I mean, again, that's a big group of people with very. Yeah, varying
1: well, that's, interests. Why I, that's why I was saying. You, you, at what level are you? It's more the it's more the big, it's more the big picture, which doesn't matter. But you can't get people to. There's no avenue within like media. To do that, I mean, we've got Twitter and we've got Instagram. We've got ways of communicating to people, but people just are looking for what they are a part of. So, if you're a liberal, non-believing person, you're not going to be hanging out on Bros Bibles Beer Twitter feed, waiting. You know, what are they going (laughs) to (laughs) say? What if you're a liberal, believing
0: person who happens to be one of the three of Bros Bibles and Beer? Is that okay? That wouldn't happen. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't consider myself liberal in a lot of respects. I don't, I consider myself a free agent actually, but I don't want to get hired. I don't want to get paid. Um, so interesting. You just said, see, in your mind, liberal equals non-believer."
1: Is what you just said. Yeah. Well, so no, are you uh, kind no, of grouping because, like that? Because that's what you just said. It, it was. And I'm I'm immediately thinking about specific friends I have that are liberals, that are believers, probably not really strong believers because they're liberals. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, but you said liberal non-believer. All kidding aside, I did. Liberal non-believer. Really, it's like half of my family which fits isn't in that some, category. Okay. And so it's real for you. Yeah. And they, they fit in this category. And I'm like, how, how do, how do I, how do we reach these people? And it's really, as you're pu- pointing out, real. So we re- reach what people? No, any people, no matter what their group, whatever group they want to categorize think, themselves. And you talked specifically, Scott, about the, that one on one relationship. There is no, there is no, if like people shut off the internet, the TV, the radio, and they dedicated the time that they spend on Facebook and Instagram and their face in the, the social web. To maybe going into their neighborhood. Exactly. <laughs> like things would change. You're but,
0: right. That's a, that's a great point. And that's something I was just thinking about as you were talking about how change actually happens. It doesn't. Yeah seem to happen in grand scales. Mm -hmm. Everybody has access to so much information right now. I feel like we want to change things on a massive scale and fix things. Snap my finger. But all we got is groups reacting and generally overreacting to other groups. And they see people, they see groups as an agenda coming after them. And it goes in every direction. Like, there's books on overcoming or defeating the gay agenda, like whatever that means. Um, I, I
2: believe it's Dr. Michael Brown. He's outlasting not the only one, though. the gay revolution.
0: Well, that's one of them. But there, you know, and so if we're looking at people, whatever group they are, as an agenda, then it's going to be tough to actually love them because you're going to be defending against the evils that you see that group doing or coming to to change you, which is not healthy. And so I think you got conservatives and liberals all trying to use the state to, to create change. And that's just not how it's going to work. In my opinion, it's going to be a more granular Mm -hmm. one-to-one level where you actually know people and and you get to know people. And that's how change happened. Look at the early church with Jesus, the church growth. There were a lot of reasons for it. Um, but it didn't happen by instituting laws to to help the church grow. Uh, and when we tried that to disaster that like that initial growth was just amazing. Like when you get into the context how the church expanded in that situation with Rome over it trying to control everything. That's amazing and of course it got perverted and then Rome once Rome converted there's a lot there's a lot there. We they tried to use force to grow the the community, the community, the church, the kingdom. They use violence to try to grow. Scott's laughing at me. Deservedly so. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think you guys get what I'm talking about. That change is not going to happen by changing the laws. I I should say real heart change and people people being open to each other. Reconciliation between people groups. That's not going to happen by threat of force,
2: i.e. law. So it's got to be more granular than that. And I think that's the reaction from some groups um, to other groups. So if you have one group saying that this is the life we want to lead and we should have these certain benefits that are afforded to this other group, um, so we're going to pass laws that give us these benefits. So then you have another group that is opposed to that uh and then that's where the conflict takes place because one group is trying to implement certain laws the other group is saying no we don't want these laws what is one group supposed to do when the other group is trying to do something whatever it is so so for example in some cities in in america very few now but definitely in Europe, there are groups that want to pass Sharia laws. They want to they want to institute laws that are based on Sharia. Mm-hmm. There are groups that want to ban guns. There are groups that want to legalize marijuana. There's always someone... So, And I'm only bringing these laws up because, Zach, you mentioned the laws, and I, I'm not sure that's the direction we want to continue to go, but... There's always someone trying to get their agenda into the social pipeline. Why? Cuz that's what people do.
1: But it's why? but that it's 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 what people Okay, go. Ahead. But why? I mean, don't they think they're right? Oh, of course. Of course, yeah. So everybody thinks everyone thinks they're right. They're first right. of all, I mean, that's that's the first
2: thing that everyone needs to understand. <laughs>
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> is that everyone thinks they're right. And that's so so it shouldn't be a surprise when people oppose other people.
0: And not only that, they right. think they're right and every they're gonna interpret every piece of information that they see in the world in the through the lens of them being right. Mm-hmm. Um uh, it, with with few exceptions. I mean when right, people but, actually but, change, again, yeah.
2: but again it's everyone's in the same boat there. Unless you're gonna say, Nope, I'm the one. I'm the one that looks at... (laughs) I'm the one that's objective. Right. Everyone's in the same boat there as well. So everyone thinks they're right. And yeah, there's going to be some confirmation bias.
1: Everyone does it. And to say that you're wrong is me saying that I'm right. And the first person to back down
2: on this scale, they lose. Because that legislation gets passed. That becomes the social norm. Right. Uh, So... uh, Again, at what level are we talking about? Talking about changing hearts just because we want to change hearts at the individual level, not doing something on a grand scale necessarily, but changing our community. Does not mean that we have to abandon arguing for, or fighting for, or advocating for, or putting on our political hats from time to time and trying to stop legislation or implement legislation that we want. So it's not it's not one or the other. So
0: right. And I would just say it's in it's not what you believe or on anything, it's how you go about how you act out your belief and how you respond when things don't go your way. And that right now we have when things don't go anybody's way from the franklin Grahams to the other end of the spectrum you've got like, it's like everything's dialed to 11. Everything is at whatever DEF CON is the strongest.
2: So they. Four? They think. One. Five? Is it Def, high or low? Is it high good or defcon We're at five. It's high. Now, if you're talking about uh, NBC gear, then I think zero is the highest. Okay. Anyway, uh, that's nuclear, biological, and chemical protective gear
0: oh i was thinking of brian williams (laughs) i was thinking about what he was wearing thanks scott
2: (laughs) now going back to people being right or let's you can just tweak that to people have put put more value or more importance on
1: certain things so for because that's what their world is focused around Everybody right. has their own agenda.
2: Right, right. Things some things are more important to people and not as important to other people. So if, I
1: think people should wear seatbelts. If and Franklin helmets. Graham
2: if Franklin Graham has a bug about a particular issue pro life. Right, then shoot man. What else is he gonna do? He's pro life sometimes.
0: He likes killing brown people in sand. Not him personally, but he's a big fan of America doing our thing around the world, which usually results in brown people dying.
2: Does, does, for a lot of different well, reasons. They're really brown because they live close
1: to the equator. But continue.
2: <laughs> Well, okay, we well, yeah. If, when you say it like that, um, sure, um, it's designed to be dramatic and hyperbolic, right? Right. But I mean, right. just I'm, I'm, trying I wanna, <laughs> I'm trying to avoid that. I'm trying to avoid then in very general terms. You're doing great, actually, <laughs> because it's a th- good Bible study. Because continue. if, cause what we're talking about here is how people think, why why they do what they do, mm-hmm. right? Franklin Graham doesn't support war so that brown people die. I would be highly against right, that. Right, right. right, right, right. You you know what, he's, not, he's not hoping. <laughs> right. right, he's not hoping for death. Right. It's, he he understands that. I'm, I'm putting myself in issues. He understands that death this is a consequence. This just in: Franklin
0: Graham sues one of the members of Bros Bibles
2: Beer for a libel,
0: yeah. <laughs> slander. Either one. I agree with you, Scott. There's everybody's complicated. Even the boogeymen that seem they seem whoever your boogeyman is and they seem evil and they seem evil to the point of being stooped, like ridiculous. Like how could they possibly believe what they believe? Whoever that is for you, Scott, Jeff, myself, listener there. It's more complex than just that label. And if you see everybody that's outside, you, Jeff, you were doing awesome hand motions. When Scott was talking, you were doing like this group over here. I was trying and this to ignore group over him. there. He was making boxes, air boxes, or something, and that's was, a good example. Whoever's not in your box is an enemy, and there, there's there's no reasonable way they should be there. So I was
2: I was watching. This. I'm
0: outraged.
2: <laughs> I was watching this thing on uh, on gold, like some look, looking into like buying gold. I don't have any money, though, but I'm just interested in it now.
0: You're going to put gold in that Jansport backpack and go hiking <laughs> yeah. on the TCP? PCP? PCP. PCT. PVC trail. PCT where you do some PCP. <laughs>
2: That's a different trail. <laughs> and they, he was talking about, you know, he's just going to the history of, of financial collapses. And he's talking about Germany and Hitler. Did you mention his name? Um, Mike. No, I did not. Do you want to? I don't care.
0: It's a podcast, right?
2: Yeah. His pa- name is pa- Ma- His pocket. His name is uh Mike Maloney. Um I had, I had never heard of him before Maloney? T- before last
1: night. Mike Maloney? Mike Maloney.
2: That's I'm, I, No Baloney with I, Mike Maloney. I'm sure a lot of people would call him Maloney. Oh, yeah. Continue. Um but he was just talking about the history and talking about Hitler and so he was saying people are more complex, situations are more complex than what we see. And so for Hitler coming, you know, for Germany coming out of World War One where they got defeated, now they have to pay reparations to the, to the countries that they that they fought only because they lost. That's the only reason why they paid reparations. Uh, the Paying for the war and then having to pay reparations just completely inflated their dollar or their, um... Deutschmark? W- w- it, was, it was... The Stein? It was, the, I mean, was- <laughs> the, the... It starts with an M, I forget. Um... And then you had Hitler who gave a speech, and then he gave one speech. Apparently, this is the story. He gives one speech. The next day, people that heard him started a coup. Like, in a very short period of time, because of the situation they were in, they started to fight against the government. And then Hitler got put in jail. But during during the trial, they were so interested in why why they did this that they gave Hitler a platform to to talk during his trial. And so he he he's a great orator. Mm-hmm. So he's giving all of these speeches during the trial and people are eating it up. Mm. So when he finally gets released, he continues that. Heil and, Hitler. and the yeah, the German third the German economy, e- economy is in the Toilet inflation super high. The people we need a savior, yeah, yeah. Um, of course, of course, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not even gonna caveat it. And it's just it's a situation they found themselves right. in, and mm-hmm. what are they gonna do?
0: It de- and it doesn't make it right. I mean,
1: obviously, I told you not to caveat it. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's what I
2: do here. It's my role. <laughs>
1: um, you didn't caveat it, you were great. That caveat there, so
0: yeah, it, it just is. It's not. I mean, it's right. it ended up very bad, but
2: right was it? It was good for America. <laughs> Actually, it was really good for America. World War One.
0: There wasn't collateral
2: Both both wars were really good for America.
0: Yeah, yeah that's complicated too. Um, yeah, I just you know what hurts my feelings. I'm going to tell you. Don't care. Um. Is when we mention these groups and people reacting to each other, what hurts my feelings? Hand motions, retributive justice mm-hmm. in all forms hurts my feelings. Um, now, like I said, going back to whatever privilege look like looks like, I know I have it. It's easy for me to say this, but you've got groups. On the extreme end, like say we mentioned like social justice warriors, which that should be, Scott and I were talking off mic once about that and how that term itself is turned into a derogatory thing. Like people use that against people like you're just a social justice warrior. And in fact, being a warrior for social justice in its purest form is something to be commended. I don't like how those things get flipped. So you have some aspects of people that looking to take white people down a notch, specifically white men, for a lot of uh good reasons, let's just say, for the sake of argument. But on the extreme end of that, it's impossible for anybody but white people to be racist. So no matter what somebody of a different status, different race does, um it's not racist. So, and that is a form I think of re- retributive justice. So, we're going to get even against the white man because he's evil for a lot of reasons and a lot of justifiable reasons by the way in my book. But so then the white man has to be lowered, other people need to be raised up. And at what point is it okay we're even? There's there's not going to be a point because then the white dude is going to react you're going to react to other forces, you're going to react to the other people, and it's just going to be back and forth. It's like eye for an eye. There's It's a cycle of violence, um, and not just in this, in every form of reactionary retribution to fix, to right wrongs. It's an attempt to right wrongs, which by itself is awesome and admirable. But if you're doing, if you're tearing people down to attempt to make things even, that's not going to... I don't see how any healing, lasting healing can come out of that because you're just going to have white people butt hurt and they're going to they're going to overreact against it. So, that stuff hurts my feelings. And again, the details of which there's there's a lot of good reasons for why people are doing what they're doing on on the min, the minority side and because white dudes specifically have had it pretty damn good for a long time. And then white people interpret this new information coming in as an assault and that their rights are being taken, taken advantage of. Anyways, it's complex, but I don't like, I guess the, the long and the short of it and the long of it, the long and the long of it is that retributive violence, retributive justice uh does not provide reconciliation. It's maybe temporary feel goods for the people that get the violence done. It's a
1: PR move.
0: And th- then, uh, and there's no healing.
2: Yeah, Zach, as a minority, <clears throat> a half minority, half half minority. <laughs> I think yes. your
0: whiteness, though your half whiteness, just cancels out. Whatever, whatever. Your privilege. white power is so powerful. I should probably rephrase that, but I'm not going to caveat anymore.
2: Yeah, I just, I just think that you, it's convenient for you as a white man to say no retribution.
0: Totally, and I hey, commenters, feedbackers, let me hear it. I I fully admit that I'm tainted with privilege, with whiteness. I reek of privilege. Um, however, I do believe it, this this guy we're following, that they call the Christ. Um, I do believe that example is not, you know, he, why
2: you're trying to pose white man's religion on minorities. <laughs>
0: Scott, you just leveled up at your trolling, I think.
2: Well, level 10. Well, if, you, if you're speaking to Christians, sure. If they're not Christian, who cares? Why do they care about Christ? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. So then what do you... Yeah. Where does the conversation go from there? Now, I'm off... I'm not, you know... I'm, I, I'm not opposed to what you're saying, obviously. But from just being in their shoes... Oh, <laughs> for sure. Putting myself in their shoes... You know, oh, okay. So you get to hide behind your religion to, for me, not to get retribution. Oh, okay, here's That's just hope, like a white man,
0: right? And you're you're correct. Let's hope. Let's here's how I would hope it would play out. I say I have a neighbor. I have a neighbor that mm-hmm. has issues. Let's just say it's a black person, and they're coming at me for my privilege and racism let's say they're venting or whatever it it might look like me just keep my mouth shut listening i don't need to come back at them with all the facts that maybe prove that maybe there's a lot of statistics that prove that what they're saying is not actually true in a, in the way they think it is that's not going to solve the problem that would be a form of me retributing
2: white splaining.
0: yeah but call it, call it what you want it's going to take me in this specific circumstance laying down my weapons and just listening and being there for them and seeing how I can love them moving forward. And it's not going to be comfortable. Uh, it might hurt. And it's not going to be easy to do. But I would hope that that's how it would play out. And so you expand that out to the universe. That's how change happens. Why would-
1: Following my
2: example, Scott.
1: That's what I just said. <laughs> Why? Why
2: would they change their mind? I don't know. This is they hypothetical.
0: Right. Okay. Yeah. So like, think so, of, I'm going, so I'm going with, hypothetical with Jesus w- with the, in the Christian realm, when Jesus is getting crucified and his disciples, he, he basically says, I, I could call down legions of angels, whatever, whatever the quote is, he could have used military force to, to get, to solve the problem that he was in. But he didn't. He laid down, and that's the ultimate example. I'm trying to do, even if it looks like political defeat from my perspective, uh, or religious defeat from my perspective. That's my general posture. Now, when you get on the granular level, and you you, what about this law that's coming? What about this law? This is really dangerous. This is actually dangerous. Yeah, then we can deal with that. I don't, I don't have the answer that's going to blanket everything. But the general posture is laying down your weapons.
2: Yeah, so why would he change his mind? I don't know. He might not.
0: Well, what, it doesn't so, matter. I can't what, make him change his
2: mind. I, okay, no one's that So I I It's hypothetical. Right, right. So if if he doesn't have a reason to change his mind, he's come to this conclusion based on a certain set of parameters that he's either been given or he's looked up, right? If if he's not given a new set of information um why why would he why would he change his mind why would he not continue stop touching your back you know why would he not continue to think along these same lines and just like i think the 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 language that you were you've been using and and it may not it may not be we mean you yeah you you people um saying you know white people have privilege they've enjoyed privilege right well Sure, some white people have enjoyed privilege. Sure, yeah, yeah, right. Um, We're making very general statements right, here, that, right, that but each <laughs> each one
0: could be drilled into to see what's
2: actually going on but, under but the hood, even, for sure. But but not even drilling in, just the statement: white people have having privilege. Um, <clears throat> I was referring to myself mostly.
0: Okay, I was trying to keep it for myself. Yeah, definite. I don't know yeah. how to like I said I don't know how to name that privilege or define exactly where it ends and begins but I have I know I have it.
2: You the, you're the product of your parents of of what your parents were able to provide you. You did not stray too far. Right? Right?
0: And I don't I don't feel guilty about it. Like it it it, it just is what it is.
2: Yeah. And your your parents your parents' parents could have been Poor, a lot of our, a lot of our great grandparents they were were poor, and if your
0: grandparents I, depression,
2: yeah, if you're Irish, like Jeff over here,
1: right, you might have been a slave. My grandparents right? were poor,
2: right,
1: and they were Irish.
2: There were a lot of Irish who were enslaved. Um, it, it's not doesn't excuse uh, caveat it doesn't excuse anything, but. Just that idea that, yeah, what we see now—sure, a lot of yeah. white people have, have nice things. Whatever that's whatever that's worth. Um, but go, go somewhere else. Go somewhere else and compare your privilege. Whatever, whatever, whatever you have in America. Go somewhere or, or else. Or your lack of privilege. Go somewhere else and compare your, right. your quality of life yeah. to someone else there, living there's
1: a, in a different country. That's that's the idea. Like is, anything, it's a lot. There's there's a lot <laughs> to. So how do we? How do we react or respond to the world around us? Um, the groups, the secular world. Secular
0: liberals, non-believing, <laughs>
2: libtards. <laughs> so of course, it of course it depends. If you have a platform where you reach a number of people, like bros, bibles, and beer, is it bros, bibles, and beer, or bros, bibles, beer?
0: It's bros, bibles, and beer, but socially, bros, bibles, beer.
2: Okay. If you're on a platform like ours, we're talking mainly to white people, Christians, and a few Japanese. Um. Thanks. <laughs> that's it, guys. But but you can't. So you can't like look at Sean Hannity or the big media outlets and then try to put yourself in in their situation and say how okay how based on what they're doing is that you know how how do I do it? No, you, I mean. Just like what you've been saying, like y'all been saying, it's when you talk to someone, what are you gonna say? It's gonna. They might say that they might come out and just say, "I identify with this group. Yeah, I'm part of Black Lives Matter, or uh, I I am for. I'm a feminist." Or the <laughs> guy at work who changed his combined his name and his wife's last name because his wife's a feminist. Um, how how do you? You're only going to be able to talk to them based on what they say, right? No matter what group they identify with. So, well, I mean, that could be a good starting point, actually, to identify with the group. And then you, so you might probe on that. Yeah, why? Right? And and go down that line. And, you know, you don't have to battle against them. But if they say something that's, maybe it's factually not accurate, maybe you could guide them a different way. Mm
0: whatever is your sword what is it a revelation or ezekiel where we turn the swords into plowshares uh it's, uh, it's probably it's, it might
2: be yeah one of those it's biblical yeah but whatever
0: the sword is for you which is going to be verbal or an idea like however you're going to right a wrong that you perceive uh consider whether it's a sword and how you could turn it into a plowshare to make profitable communication food to feed to
2: everyone <laughs> That's how, that's how people die, Zach. Maybe. Um, (laughs) That's how how Jesus died. (laughs) Well, no, he, he told the truth and corrected, corrected people when they were wrong. No,
0: but when it came down to it, his sword was, was a plowshare.
2: He had a specific mission to fulfill.
1: Isaiah 2, 4.
0: And he could have done it differently.
2: (laughs) But he, well, no, he had a specific mission to fulfill that he was being obedient to the Father. Right. And he would
0: have liked to have been differently. Father, no, if, said, you, if you can, if there's any way to do it, but you're yeah, we'll be done. Yeah, but so yeah, but, I'm not contradicting the the biblical narrative. I'm just saying what no, it I'm is. I'm not saying you are what it is, Yeah, you are <laughs> what it what it is. Is he laid down? He literally laid down his life, and that includes all the power at his disposal.
2: So lose every son. argument. Uh, so it's maybe just, uh, <laughs> so it's yeah, going to be a situational just, where basis. Where does it go? Where 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 does that where does that lead? I understand that. If you're gonna talk, you talk to someone. You don't have to win every argument.
1: Sure. Um, Is there a need to win any argument?
2: Well, that's a good good question. Should you try at any point to win any argument? Is there ever a time when it might be beneficial to point out facts when someone else is saying the exact opposite?
0: If it's going to prevent. Uh, physical harm. That's a good general rule. If you can somehow if that's going to stop
1: physical harm, go okay. Yeah, no, no. I'm just <laughs> you're asking. No, if like making the argument is going to actually cause an altercation, I think that's what you're saying, Zach. Then don't say it.
0: Yeah, or step step in when you can. Stop the most harm from happening. There, there's gonna be an argument to actually standing up for what for what's right in that situation, and, and for making a a positive argument for things. And when I talk like this, I, I think it it can come off as like you, whatever happens, just you well, know. That's just why I'm, that's why I'm well, asking. Let's
1: let's where does that go? When the argument is is between the secular and the and the believer. I mean there's no reason to get into an argument, even pointing out, even pointing anything out in, from your perspective through the lens of Christ, you're talking to somebody who's blind. So that the argument is almost moot. I mean, what's
2: what argument like, so if you're talking, if, if you, if there's, if there's a, a, an, an issue a, a social issue right. that you're going to argue about right so let's say someone who is not a believer they want to push for this thing you're opposed to it but so you you you're have you're having a discussion this topic comes up you're opposed to it therefore so you, there's never are saying that there's just not an optimal situation
1: where you would voice your opinion against that thing my so my argument would always come from the angle of build people up and protect their heart and so because that's going to create relationship with that person and that doesn't mean agree or go along with or even dismiss it at times i don't know if i'm being passive or if i'm avoiding um, which is passive or i'm i feel like i'm i don't know if it's taking the higher ground or if it goes to the the foundation of protect people 's heart and just affirm them as a human being when i in in an art in not an argument but in a discussion with someone who has some view that i'm like okay. I'm going to listen to this person. They need to be heard. And by listening to them, that gives them a, a voice in this world. And I'm the one that they're in front of. And so as a as a Christian, as a, my identity in Christ, I need to sit and just listen and, and have a conversation with them and affirm them just by being there as opposed to like, Oh, you're, you're wrong. You know, it's not that way. You can, no, you can't think that way, which breaks relationship, doesn't affirm them and doesn't protect their heart because they feel like their beliefs or who they are or where they are in life and how they identify is, is being crushed by the person that's standing across from them. And they're taking time out of their lives in that day, in that moment to actually share this with someone. It obviously is meaningful to them And even though they're not a believer, just that's the context. They're not a believer, and this is where they're at, and this is how they identify. I don't need to come back at them and tell them that they're wrong. It's not that way. They should not believe that. I don't believe that's not my place. I don't believe that that's my place.
0: Uh, Just to piggyback, I agree. I think generally, we have to kind of speak generally. We can't. Anyways, caveat. Sorry. Uh, generally, cha- people don't change
1: through an mm-hmm. argument like that. <laughs> you They're, can't argue someone into believing.
0: T- typically. It's usually there's seeds planted and they've processed mm-hmm. it. It's almost like Inception. You have to have it kind of in your brain <laughs> cultivating and slowly somebody's position will change on something. Of which I'm... Uh, oh, I have to finish that. I got this one. I'm a, definitely an example of that, per, personally, just because compared to you guys, like I've undergone a lot of changes more recently, uh, faith-wise or belief-wise. So, and it didn't happen from an argument. It was like a slow process and slow process. So I think you're generally right. And you can find examples where you would probably need to step in, be more assertive. There's always going to be an example on the ground data dictates... I need to do something now about this specific situation, Scott. Um, But I think as a general posture, what you're talking about, Jeff, just now, is probably, I, I don't have a problem with it.
1: Well, one, you cultivate a relationship. And if it's a Christian, if it's a brother, like within, let's say, within our circles, and someone is then saying, hey, I'm, you know, and they're telling you a story of like, how they're, they got, um, you know, in a position where they're with another female and they're having conversations and they're telling you a little story and you're like, this is not going, you're married. I'm like, this is not going in the right direction. Just affirm them. <laughs> now in that <laughs> case. No. In that they, case. You got to worry about the, their heart. The. no (laughs) go ahead he just leveled up again and trolling okay and you and scott thank you for saying protect the heart because now we're not talking about um this you know my good friend in front of me that's a part of my brotherhood we're talking about his wife who has protecting her heart like he he has a he has a responsibility to protect her heart like god's Put him in a position to protect her heart, and he's about to crush her heart if he doesn't come clean and and turn from the predicament that he's put himself in and repent. And so, to is ca- he a- to call that person out and say, "God, man, I I love you. You, you're how your wife? Like, what are you doing, you?" Flip it, flip the script, and now it's her you know turning her back away from you and going in a direction that would just crush you
0: and like, that's a good example in this situation.
1: Are we talking about our friend that's a furry? I mean I'm just no, I wasn't even thinking of anybody. I was just in general so like weird. to put it in con- i don't know what the heck was that a furry to you know put what a furry is? just keep going to put it in context. <laughs> Uh, Just to put it in context of okay, there's the people there's there's the those that are not believers and they'd be like, what the heck are you talking about? And you just you're there to cultivate relationship, and you are throughout the world to cultivate relationships, but they they're blind. So and I totally get it because I was there, but within the relationship of people that you are. you're almost kin. I mean, you're not, but you're, you're like, you are bleeding, um, with them in this life with following Christ. I mean, we have this responsibility, like brother, you, your identity is not to go and do what you're doing right now. Like you are like amazing. And you you got a wife who's amazing right. to turn and go and and go in the other direction. And so you're,
0: you're literally call a, them
1: to repent. You're a, literally affirming you are affirming them and you're pr- actually protecting their heart by do you're about to destroy your heart and everybody that's connected by to by telling
2: you. them the truth. Yeah. yeah.
1: And this is where Wait, I love this. Yeah. That was subtle, Scott. You're now you're ready to go. Well, it's 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 a
0: good example of that in this situation that doesn't involve somebody we know who's a furry. Okay, guys, I just want to take that off the table. Forget I ever said furry.
1: But in is that, this that a, a liberal
2: t- group or something? The furries. They like animals.
1: Most of them probably aren't conservative. <laughs> Wait, he was cheating on it with an animal? Okay, oh God. delete. Oh God. We'll, we'll edit we that are, out.
0: We are um coming up on time. But what you were saying what what Jeff was describing in this hypothetical situation is a good example of the best way you could love that person and that family it is probably going to come un- become uncomfortable for the let's just call it guilty party um and that's that's a good that's an example of love can hurt and that come that's gonna come with you ha- having wisdom and seeking God and diving into the scripture and prayerfully considering things like it's going to be wisdom. Like love can hurt people, um, but it's for their ultimate benefit. So, and I think that's what Scott wants to make sure is, is there. Well, that's why he said truth. Hashtag truth.
2: Yeah. So I think the, the examples got, got a little mixed there. Muddled. Um, yeah, if we're, Sorry. Going, going from which is fine. I mean, it's a good, it's a good, good discussion. I, I, I like it. Um, going, going from some sort of social topic to into something specifically discipleship related, mm-hmm. right? It, it, they're, they're
1: kind of different conversations because right? we're not discipling the secular.
0: They are, but they, I they, mean, it, they
1: are, but they're not. Well, like there's some connection around they, there. it's one to one right.
0: basis how you. are that's how people are going to be changed and transformed is through that as opposed to a general sweeping societal this is what's right because we made this law your example of the sharia
2: well okay possibly but i think that society does follow individuals in society tend to follow society right um so if a law is passed it's now okay um so I, I I just wouldn't agree to the level that I think you're agreeing to that statement, the statement that you just made. I, I think I think that if laws are passed, people will tend to agree that it's morally okay. It takes like a, we Yeah, like we it takes us it takes an extra step, whether it's in the moral thinking or philosophical thinking, to Disassociate morality from legality. Um, not everyone does that.
1: Amen. Yeah.
2: Um, so, and I agree. I agree. If you, a, a, a posture of what well, Peter, uh, gentleness and respect, right? Um, I, I that's a great posture to have.
0: And Paul said, "To whatever degree you can, live amongst each other in peace." And. I think there's to whatever degree I may be misquoting it, but I think that's the general, that's Zach's paraphrase.
1: Maybe you meant to say shalom, (laughs)
0: but to whatever degree, like there's peace me. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But to whatever degree you can in that specific situation, I think some of your questions are a good example of like, we all want that. We want that, that answer. And I'm not like, this is not, Dang it. Caveat city. <laughs> Welcome to caveat city. <laughs> <with Bro's laughs> <Bibles from laughs> beer. We all want that answer key to like, what about this situation? Like, is there something we can layer over every situation as an ideal model of how we act? And we can't,
2: Man, no one suggests. Well, it sounded
0: like, I think, at, I think generally we, we would like, it, we well, want sure, that answer. Sure. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. That's what I'm saying. And what I think the gist of this is it's, is it's complicated and, your heart and other people's hearts are changed through curiosity and interaction with people on a personal level, as opposed to generally making people change through law, which by definition, here's my libertarian side, by definition means with threat of force, you will do these certain things. And I think that's generally not ideal.
2: Well, okay. So generally, (laughs) that's what i think about your comment excuse me but okay so what is that if you could bow this up i don't (laughs) even know how we bow this up (laughs) yeah um what is so i yeah i I would want to go on and on what what does that mean for an individual who is questioning whether or not they want to engage in some sort of political activism um, based on their faith, right? So does that mean okay? We, you know, we we get out of it, or um, or it it has implications for how people are going to act. So if if passing laws that are are not Christian based or biblically based, if we should avoid that or not, right? That has implications on mm-hmm. on how people are going to act. Um, but yeah, Jeff, I agree. Man, a general posture, like Zach says, of of. Wanting to love people, um, is a good thing. It's a good thing, but I that, in my view, it doesn't mean that that uh, you they say whatever they want and say lovey.
1: What do you mean? Say whatever. They, so they just and you affirm them. Oh, okay, right. Yeah. You, you
2: affirm them. You protect their heart. They 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 could say whatever. That's not what he
0: meant by protect his heart. Well, no, well, but there, as his example with the husband that was going to the furry you know, convention that he'd stopped. I know,
2: I know, but that was, that. that's why I said the, the, <laughs> the examples got a little mixed there because you were talking Back about loving the them and protecting their heart when referencing the secular conversation.
0: Right. right, 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 Teach me the ways of the secular flesh. And
1: yeah, and it's not just agreeing with people, but you can have conversation, you can let people unload their beliefs. And just right, right. So that's listen. so
2: that's yeah, and I agree with that.
1: Right. Right. And right. they feel like they have a place with you to share their life. That's cultivating relationships. And it's there's nothing subversive about it. It's genuine. And you next thing you know, you've you've got a a, a strong relationship with someone that is not a believer and really your ways your, um, following this path that God has laid out for us, um, plays out or can play out. I mean, the opportunity you, you'll sense in my, I mean, I, I sense that opportunity with people who aren't believers that you have this opportunity to capture moments and that's like the greatest thing. But if you decide that you need to you need to take a different route and argue with someone like no, you shouldn't do it. you just you just cut the fork. Why, in... why do you say that? No. So this is this is your perspective. Mm.
2: Are you saying that's no,
1: got a perspective, but go
2: ahead. No, that's well that's no, that's my that's my question. So <laughs> no, you shouldn't. Right. Um, I I would disagree I don't with need. that. You don't. Okay. Okay. So no, tell so me, so you know, so you tell so, me why? No, no 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 It's you. A secular
1: person. This is specifically a Dude. secular person. A secular. People belief, like to argue. That's great, but you don't need to argue. We're winding. Well, no, no, no. We're winding <laughs> yes. this down. Remember. Yeah. We're yes. whining, Zach, we're don't don't act like you're the producer. You're <laughs> one of three producers. <laughs> but Jeff. But Jeff, it's this is your perspective. Nope, God's perspective. But continue. <laughs> is it? And, In In Jesus' name, Amen. Go ahead. <laughs> And there, it's
2: it's not one or the other. It's not this is how you do it, right? People, I are, don't
1: need to be right. No,
2: you don't. You you don't need to argue with people. I get that. That's great, but that's not necessarily the way it has to be.
0: But, yeah, I, and I think, But that's what you're saying. But Jeff. no, hold on. You're you're holding him to a blanket statement as yes. if you would never break away from that.
2: When, when, no, whether or not he breaks away from it or not, I don't know what you what he's saying no no what he's saying is no you should not argue with them
0: he right is no, that you shouldn't no i
2: think you're being a stickler right now scott okay possibly
1: people's worldly ways their opinions their beliefs based off everything that they take in within the world and they push it to you you're there to just listen their soul their humanness they're just wanting to convey like these are my ideas these are my beliefs none of what's coming out of their mouth i mean it matters to them and we stand in front of them and we listen to them and we take it in in our minds we may be playing the uh yeah i don't agree with that that's tough oh man they're in a really difficult situation in what they believe, um, are they? Well, no. So that's are they? God, who, who's, where, who's where, determining? God, where, where do I enter this conversation? Because that's where I come from when I'm in the conversation. Yeah,
2: you know, who's determining that they're in a and bad so, situation? Can I try to be a
1: bridge? Go ahead.
0: Uh, would you say, Jeff, that there may, in fact, be a time where this? These are all. This is all hypothetical for you to actually. Let's just say argue or or t- tell the person, come back at them with contrary information and say, listen, I really think that you're off on these reasons. <laughs> okay, so I did. It's what we do. It's so what we're here, doing in this pod. This podcast is a good example so, of so that.
1: Here's a situation, a very left-wing, liberal-thinking woman. Satanist. <sighs> Um, who's actually a relative of mine, and she and this was about Trump. This is about going into the presidency. That's your sore spot. Before <laughs> yeah. before this happened,
2: but that's when he breaks the rule.
1: But actually, it wasn't. It was a question that she had for me. It was like he knows nothing about this. Like there was a um, there was which an is emotional, probably true. It could no, be about there was anything. an emotional quality to. <laughs> how she was Thanks, coming God. at it and she was making the argument from this emotional standpoint. And it was like, I mean, how can you imagine if this person was leading? Like she brought it up because she was a principal for 30 some years. Um, and she said, can you imagine if this person led the, the, the teachers union or the California teachers association or something? And I went, um, I didn't, I didn't really argue with her. I just answered the question. And I'm like, I really believe Donald Trump's smart enough to know that he can find someone that's smarter than him in that regard and place somebody in that position. And the argument was over. Satan? Because so, you smacked her intellectually. Well, it wanted to. she wanted it to be like this vigorous argument. And I'm like, I don't need... I can just... You put that you put that as a
2: as a parameter in the way you argue.
1: Sure, It's, it's, so good, it's good. In yeah. that regard, it's like it must have made sense to her, or she would have come back with something else, and she didn't. Or she thought you were just com- completely off, and
2: there's no reason to talk to you anymore.
0: Maybe De- d- she turned her sword into a plowshare. <laughs> in <that> De- specific, <laughs> yeah.
2: Determining determining Isaiah, whether two or not verse four. <laughs> determining whether or not they're in a bad position. That, uh, that you're, by you're the way,
1: a... that's for people in Iowa if you're listening. We're we're quoting verses here. Cuz only yeah.
0: Iowans care about the Bible. No, that's it. <laughs> Actually, we get a lot of feedback. Why don't you guys don't do the Bible that much? And it's always from Iowa. <laughs> that's also not true. Guys, this has been terrific. Are Wait, what are
1: you doing? I I don't know. I'm trying to move to FEMA. I have so much. I know. So much is
0: going on in my life. I thought you had an appointment at 9.30. It's 9.33. <laughs> Speaking of numbers, man, we haven't talked about the number 11.
2: <laughs> I think it,
1: it's still hanging around really? a little bit. Oh, no, no,
2: I'd, well, I'd like to hear it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be now. Yeah, it's a we tease. Could, it's a tease. Yeah, we could do it maybe next...
1: Would you do, do you have any further it,
2: bows? Maybe next... Put a little uh, riff on the 11th. <laughs> Saturday? Let's do it on Saturday. What? Yeah, in 11 days.
1: Let's do it.
0: <laughs> if I do it you don't mean have sex with each other <laughs>
2: just, there's I mean,
0: a bow words matter Jeff <laughs> I mean I just need. Jeff, just said do it I just need Jeff to affirm me you know Jeff puts the firm in affirm.
2: firm hmm I, I, he, maybe he used to he might need to see a doctor
0: oh that's an age joke Jeff
2: you know the dirty secret
0: is Jeff I mean he's older than us <laughs> Wait a but you're not that older
1: than us, but somehow you're just the old man. I have a funny though, like when I came home today from work, my wife's like, "Oh my gosh, I went back and I looked at like pictures from like before we were dating until now. Oh my gosh, you can see how much you've changed. Oh God. <laughs> but she was talking referencing like when I came to Christ and like she was looking at pictures from the past. And being like, I actually knew where you were in your mind. Oh, she can see it in your eyes. And I could see the difference. And I saw the gray hairs. Anyway.
0: Interesting, though. You're gray now on the outside more. But inside, no wrinkles. No gray. Back, Back before you found Jesus,
1: or dare I say, Jesus found you. Somewhere in there, I totally forgot to say thank you, like to my wife. Like, my wife. <laughs> my f- <laughs> you wife. Know, a little bit of that <laughs> My wife. I, I think I totally forgot. I went running after we had this conversation, and I, I'm like, my goodness. I, I was reflecting on our conversation. I'm like, I never even... She was really affirming me, like how much her husband has changed for the better in Christ and the life that we have, and I, I I'm like, Oh my gosh, I owe my wife a like thank you that's awesome. oh my gosh yeah, oh my gosh and that's the bow folks a very I so
2: regret this whole conversation
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a very blue boyish bow on this conversation.
0: Permission to engage feedback <laughs> do it.
1: Better be good this time. So good. Whoa, Dan at Dan Coke at Bros I Bibles Beer Nathan one. Miller West. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Another awesome interview. I mean, Two I, more podcasts. Yeah, we one. did. Yeah, we did. Come on, God. come on, Crater. Could have sworn I'd already right. listened to <laughs> I here before now, but I don't recall laughing this much before I think now. I read that one too. What was th- no? We talked oh no, about Chris, that one. Oh. Chris, Chris, Chris Salt, Chris Salt. Man, that is strong. Chris-Salt. At
0: Svinisms. Svinisms? Svenisms, Svenisms, S V E N I S M S. That sounds on Swedish. Twitter.
1: Sven, what does it say, Jeff? I can't see. I'm too. No, just read it. Oh. Could have sworn I'd already listened to At Bros. Bubbles Beer before now, but I don't recall laughing this much before now. And it must have been a podcast that Scott did the entire thing. Thanks, Chris Solt. Pro- probably. Yeah.
0: I did ask for clarification on, well, I I mentioned, you know, laughing could be good or bad. Right. Could be laughing at us or with us or for us. And he said he only laughs at the thing he loves. So oh. Nice.
2: Oh, so it must have been you, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> he brought up the, the tweet. I only laugh at what I love.
0: <laughs> at LeBron underscore Jacob. Go ahead, Scott. I give you permission to.
1: I realize that's how this sounds. <laughs> Why did you do don't it hate backwards? Me. It was Jake LeBron. And like uh, oh, sorry. His actual handle yeah, is it. yeah. okay.
2: It's LeBran I at Roseville's
1: beer, I asked the guys over at At Pastor's podcast. But has beers in heaven ever been a topic of conversation? You know, Zach, I really can't believe what they served here in heaven today.
2: I don't know about beers, but maybe Are wine. We dead.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they only have this in bottles. I mean, God, little hey, something that looks indigenous. like
2: Obama on on Jacob Lebran's. Uh, Twitter page. This-
0: I'll just give him a plug too. He's from. He has a podcast too called A Wretch Like Me. Oh, cool! So check him out. Um, that's an interesting question. And check out the wretch. Actually, I think it is more interesting than on the surface. Like, it'd be easy to say no or yes, but I don't know. Maybe we can chew on that and talk about it a little bit. Like, what is heaven actually like?
2: Well, yeah, because maybe Zach, in Zach's view. Jacob, I want to, I want you we're to know here.
1: that I'm in heaven. <laughs> Shut up, Scott.
0: <laughs> and then, actually, I just got a tweet as we were talking. This is almost in real time. At Derek Blaylock tweeted me directly at Zach Crater. Go ahead and follow me.
1: Jeff, Jeff? for Zach. Are Jeff? you
2: trying to break off from the podcast?
0: <laughs> no, I just have my own Twitter account. You should get your own Twitter account. That way I we can tag you and shit. I tried. Uh, he said, I agree. He's referring to our pr- most recent... I mean, if you listen to this, it's probably two episodes ago. The prayer podcast. Powerful prayer propaganda. The three Ps.
1: Episode 58.
0: As Zach Crater, I agree with exactly what you said at an hour and 21 minutes in the prayer podcast. My mom died of Alzheimer's and I would have fully believed God would heal... Um, it's hard on this Twitter. The next tweet was, I'd be an atheist. He didn't heal her. There's not a good track record of prayer and healing. I agree with you. So check out that podcast if you don't know what the context is for that. But appreciate that. Wow. Mr. At Derek Playlock. <laughs>
3: That's
0: a record scratch. Or is it? I'm breaking in here. I'm getting ready to post this episode, and we got some feedback in right after we recorded this, so instead of waiting until another couple weeks by the time we do another episode, I just wanted to break in here to read that feedback. So, pardon the interruption. Sorry, Jeff. Doing this without you. You don't get to respond. Sorry, Scott. I have a really good friend who told me it's better to ask for forgiveness than to ask for permission. So Jeff and Scott, please forgive me. Derek Blayluck also said on Facebook, he shared this on his personal profile. Very uh, honored that you would do that, Derek. Zach Crater hits the nail on the head with the thoughts struggles I've had with prayer for the past five years. Continually working through all of it, I haven't given up on prayer, but it has drastically shifted how I pray, when, slash, if I pray. And yes, a large part of it is due to my mom's fight with Alzheimer's. I'm rejecting, and then he, I think he quotes me, I'm guessing. I'm rejecting the genie God, and I'm figuring out a new way that is reconcilable, unquote. Thoughts at 121ish, blog to come in the future. It's a great podcast to subscribe to if you have the time. Thank you. Derek, that's awesome. Appreciate the love. On Twitter, at hyperbolic Mike, said in reference to a Twitter thread that had uh, our podcast at Rose Babbles Beer, Inglorious Pastards, Holy Heretics, Twisted Sisters, and Not Your Pastards podcast, he posted, You all have no idea how much your podcasts have impacted my wife and I. There's always a room for any of you at our home. Aw. Thanks, Mike. Also, at KellySearch79 on Twitter, at BrosBabblesBeer. Oh my goodness, I love the theme song. You are totes legit. Are we? Regardless, appreciate that. Alexis on Twitter, at LoveJoyFaith. That's at L-V-J-Y, Faith. I'm assuming that's LoveJoyFaith. Listening to this now, you really need to as well. And she shared our episode with Brandon Andrus on the end of the world. Awesome. Thank you. And last but not least, at Polly named Amanda on Twitter had what I think she'd be okay with me calling a Twitter rant. And so I'm just going to go through all these tweets, um, which is impressive. These Twitter rants always impress me. Because you just got to keep your thoughts together and just keep typing and keep typing before people can respond. Because uh, you only get those 140 characters. So I'm impressed. She's listening to episode 58 at Bros. Bibles Beer, continuing to listen to episode 58. A little horrified that Jeff said, And what is rape culture? Don't get me wrong. If you don't know, I'm glad you asked. But if you truly want to reach a diverse audience, If you want a woman's voices to be heard more on your podcast and to continue to be listeners, this is a topic you cannot be ignorant of. I'm glad Zach addresses the question, but I hope you continue to have conversations about it to learn more what it is and the causes, especially since rape culture affects so many women. I've never talked to a woman who hasn't been sexually molested or assaulted at least once in her life, myself included. Rape culture... Also has purity culture as a foundation in so many cases. And since Purity Culture was created by evangelical conservative men, I hope you can come to recognize how important it is for you to be more familiar with this topic, especially since two of you identify as evangelical evangelical conservative. We, the women that you know, need you. We need you to be willing to stand up against rape culture because so many if of the people who perpetrate rape culture by nature won't listen to us the women being damaged by it but maybe they'll listen to you one more thing i'm so glad joe from drinking a bible study at dab's pod brought up rape culture but if you're wanting someone on your podcast to teach you more about it then and you don't bring in a woman to have that discussion with you before you continue the discussion with other guys that's a huge problem Because Zach was absolutely right. It's not his question to answer. If you bring another guy on to teach you about rape culture and not a woman, I am worried that would cause you to lose a lot of your female audience. I'm sorry. I know that's harsh. But guys, you both really need to see your privilege here. If you don't already, you can afford to not know what rape culture is. Your wives or future wife, in the case of Scott, don't have that luxury. Will you stand with us? Will you make this stand? Can you have a real vulnerable conversation about this and not get sidetracked by hermeneutic nitpicking that prevents you from really entering into real dialogue? I love that you all can disagree, but this is about the humanity of half of Earth's people. We women cannot afford to be just another... uh, Reading! We women can't afford to just be another biblical talking point anymore, which is what so much of evangelical Christianity has reduced us to end of rant. Amanda, that was a hell of a rant. I'm just going to leave that there for us to chew on. People can think about it. If you haven't heard that episode, you can listen to it, uh dear listeners. And um yeah, get back to us on this and whatever else we want to hear from you guys. Thank you so much. Should I try the record scratch again to show that we're we're going back to the episode?
1: I think that's where I wanted to push back on you, Zach. Yeah. Well ultimately
0: everybody dies. Right. So in ultimate sense.
1: It's it's just uh, yeah. So we don't need to do this again. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but, well it's, but, it's, you know, yeah, actually.
1: Yeah, that's great. Cut me off, but no, continue
0: I mean, on with the uh feedback. No, as you know, this I let you have part of this podcast Fight too. Me. So you can go ahead, you have more permission,
1: go ahead. How come we don't have shut up Zach on our uh <laughs> Somebody needs to say it
0: emphatically, and then maybe we'll work it out. Okay. Give me a sound bite. Go ahead.
1: <laughs> I'm not convicted. That's just stupid. Nice. True that. Thanks, Jacob. So what were you going to say, Jeff? I don't know. Delete. Anyways. You're going to push back on what Zach said. No, I know you want me to. Let's get it. not on having a
0: good track record. Yeah, like yeah.
1: God could keep my, you know, people alive. You know, heal this. I mean, that's he's Zach said. There isn't a very good track record on prayers being answered, but it's really our human worldly desperation prayer when we do that. Because he was like, you know, it's about a hundred percent that that doesn't happen. Like people get saved. From death, when they were on their way out, ninety-three-year-old grandmother, she's going to, she's gonna, she's gonna die, and she's dying of whatever—old age, cancer, whatever it takes you—and it's like, please, Lord, let her live. Well, at some point, we all die, as you put it, Zach. So, it's like, what's is the prayer? The prayer is really a selfish—I mean, in my. Opinion. It's a selfish. She's trip. praying. God take me. Right. <laughs> she might, <laughs> She might Like be. my my grandmother at eighty two or whatever she was was like, I'm good. I'm so happy. This life that I've lived and I know where I'm going. I'm like, man, that is, that's peace.
0: I think California has assisted suicides again, or maybe we have for a while. I'm not sure.
1: And probably, it's good for the government. <laughs> So I, I my my pushback was really like I don't think we can count that in our uh statistics of prayers not being answered because those the the prayers I don't know the most part I don't know if they line up with God's will like we're all going to die so God's will of like how about when we speak when we pray like, give me the peace of my grandmother passing. Like, put. I pray that she's in a place which she was. That you know she knows where she's going, and it's amazing. And as opposed to like fighting, fighting life here on Earth, because that's as Zach was pointing out. Then that's what everybody's doing. Like, please, God, keep you know heal the heal this, heal this, heal this. And, and I don't want to sound. It's not a cynical. It's not from a cynical place. It's from. It's not even like. Well, it's just reality, guys. We all know that we die here, and then we move on. Um, the prayer is that I hope. I hope I'm. I, I pray that I'm moving on to standing right in front of my creator, and
0: with a huge keg of beer. <laughs>
1: Woo. would you tap that Zach <laughs> Jeff words matter double IPA please Scott mentioned if I clink if I clink with God he's like Jeff woo you made it brother good job son I'd be like oh my god this literally is <laughs> this is amazing this is amazing can I say it now oh, literally oh my god <laughs> Jeff Guess what? Your buddies are two and six years away from being here. You guys are going to run the podcast. Right? <laughs> uh, but thanks for the feedback. Yeah. Thanks, Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> or who else?
0: You can follow Scott on Twitter at Beer. Oh, Scott. At Scott the half minority.
2: I don't think I have it. It's stupid Twitter. Didn't- at
0: Mr. Jeff Pearson 72. Really? Is that what it is? I don't know. Just search Jeff Pearson. It'll come up. He's got a picture of a squirrel and him hanging out. (laughs) Add Rose Babble's Beer. Rose Rose Babble's Beer on Facebook. Instagram.
1: I subdued that squirrel.
0: iTunes, rate and review us, subscribe, tell a friend.
1: That squirrel whispered to me.
0: We're growing in Japan. What does a Japanese squirrel sound like, Scott? (laughs) I hope, hope Sky gets email on that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, if you're out there, we love you. Seriously. We're, <laughs> we love you. In Jesus' name. Hey, amen. Shogun, my favorite movie Shogun. of all time. Alright, I'm just saying. Wrap it up, baby.